Robots vs. Dinosaurs is a proud member of the Apocalypse Podcast Network. Check out Apocalypse Podcast Network for more great podcasts. The following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Robots vs. Dinosaurs is brought to you by the 28th Street and Crescent Bodega. <laughs> Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years old. Lou, read off the list. Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you, the listener. Kick-Ass, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers, Endgame, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Boys, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Modern Family, The Office, Parks and Recreation, How I Met Your Mother, and Malcolm in the Middle. Hello and welcome to Robots vs. Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie or a TV show every week and then try to determine which one is cooler. Robots, Dorkosaurus Rexes, or... Uh, crazy hex witches in Halloween costumes. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Um, Ryan, uh, why don't you tell the listeners what, what episode of WandaVision we are talking about today? Or oh, TV we, episode we're talking about. All right, we are watching episode, it's episode six, and it's, it's a Halloween spooktacular. It's the all new Halloween spooktacular. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, uh, I, so, I, 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 I wonder if they intended for this to originally come out around Halloween because the show was, I think, supposed to come out earlier. I have this feeling that it probably was supposed to be timed that way and didn't work out. That's a good question. It kind of, you know, it, it, the, the show kind of benefits from being released now because I think if it was released around uh, Halloween, I think it would have had to compete with The Mandalorian and that's not good. Yeah. You don't want to compete with The no, Mandalorian. You're, you're actually right. They would never have done that. You, you make a good point. <laughs> yeah. Especially on your own network, right? Like. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another fantastic show. Um, yeah, because I, I was at, I'm, I was clocking it on Friday, uh, and just interestingly enough, like when I watched this new episode, all of the other shows that I'm keeping up on have have ended by now. So right, it did come out during like a kind of a weird pocket of time. Yeah, and it's just with uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Captain Falcon, and Winter Soldier coming out in two weeks. It's yeah really kicking things off at a at a very sweet time from marvel yeah um, perfect it's yeah. like everything as it ends another thing's coming out it's like this whole year is going to be like non-stop with i can't wait for loki oh man that mm. one's gonna be awesome so let's, let's, unpack let's get <laughs> oh, this amazing uh, halloween <laughs> spooktacular <laughs> yeah. um, ryan we were talking about how every episode flips our theories on their heads and Mm-hmm. Uh, let's check in with some with all of the theories so far that we've been tracking that are still surviving up to this point. Let's um, do it. Let's go through them one by one. Scrolls. I think scrolls could actually still be a part of this. Somebody could be a scroll. I don't think it's the main plot point. Uh, plot point, but I do. Be- I do believe a scroll could. Somebody could still be a scroll. Possibly Hayward. Somebody like that. I don't know for sure, but. I don't think it's off the table. I agree with that. I don't think it's off the table. Likely, um, probably not, but still yeah. on the table. The quantum realm. I am really just still not seeing anything that can connect this to the quantum realm. I, I really don't, I don't think it's going to involve that, but it is, is that to say it's not going to happen? No, but I, I, think we're, I, I think we're going in a different direction here. Agreed. Quantum. 
a plug and play reality slash simulation? That I think we can take off the table. Let's take, let's cross that off. Yeah. I think I'm pretty certain that's not the case. All right. So then Ryan, what, what if, uh, what if Wanda Maximoff is being kept in some sort of subconscious dream state? I hate to say the the phrase. But... Uh, that's my worst. I, <laughs> the last thing I'd want to happen. Is it but, still possible though? Mm. It is. It's, I, I don't want it to be on the table. I want to brush that right off the table now, spray some bleach on there and clean it off real good. Cause I hate <laughs> that. I hate it. <laughs> Scrub but, it, get rid of it. Just, yep. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's impossible at this point. It could still happen. What, where, where, what about you? You seem like you're. Well, I'm bummed out because it's my least favorite theory, but it's becoming more and more the most likely one. This oh. episode made me question everything about like we talked about this every. We talk about this every episode. Is Wanda actually in control? If so, to what degree is she in control? Because she confronts those questions directly in this episode, and we'll definitely pick that apart when we get there. Yeah. But man, that it just everything that I thought and that we sort of agreed upon up to this point. I know. It's kind of been, in my opinion, flipped on its head. What do you think? Do you have anything new to add to this list, or like- I don't have anything really new. I don't. I still really would like to not think it's a dream, and it has something more to do with a larger power that's using possibly the one of the infinity stones uh, i don't want to get crazy into it we'll go as we go along but i, I think it's a okay. larger power influencing her powers but it's not that she's in a dream i don't mm. think she I, I just i really just want to hope that that's not the case i think that's really more what it is but i don't think i just don't want mm-hmm. it to be that she's in a dreamscape i want to be that somebody somebody else is maybe puppeteering her in a way that's using her powers to do to manipulate her but it's not it's not a dream yeah to to clarify i don't think what we are seeing what darcy is seeing like all of everything that is being shown i don't think all of that is a dream okay cool all right i think maybe like the commercial sequences are dreams the the bizarre stuff like in between scenes with actual actual townspeople in westview might be dreams Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's more plausible and and, re, and I I could deal with that. Yeah, I could deal with like the the commercials being a subconscious dream type thing, which this commercial and this one was Oof. definitely not as straightforward as the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about the commercials. Definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there. So I think the most vague, most likely theory is it's some sort of mind control spell or power or something being exerted over Wanda and and possibly also on on vision and i do think it is related to the infinity stones in some way specifically i think the mind stone def almost certainly there's a character named mephisto that may yeah. or may not be involved uh, my pet theory that i don't see any confirmation for we may have batted this around a little bit is the dark phoenix because it has been shown to take over the most powerful mutant in the X-Men mm-hmm. universe, Jean Grey, and have her do its bidding like its own cosmic yes. puppet. But I, I don't see any evidence for it being that in this show. Yeah. It's just w- w- what I like. I like that explanation, but I don't think it's it is. Cool. Yeah, it's cool, but I, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think yeah. we've gotten to get that deep into X-Men to to get... That's a build-up. you got to have mm-hmm. the X-Men build up to 
to the Phoenix and all that, but it's a good, it's a good uh, theory, but I think it's something that they'll bring in way later. So speaking of which, speaking of X-Men, one question I think we're going to keep circling back to. So let me ask it right off the top. Do you think this is literally Peter Maximoff, Quicksilver, the X-Men that we saw in the X-Men Fox movies? Is it literally that character? I am going to say I do believe that it still is. But I believe that he's been taken, he's being manipulated and given false memories by whoever the larger villain is, whether it's Mephisto, Nightmare, Grim Reaper, all these, all these main villains that could possibly be the big, the big, the big baddie, you know? Now here's something interesting. In the previously on WandaVision, they show a clip from Age of Ultron of Pietro Maximoff played by Aaron Taylor Johnson getting Mm -hmm. shot by Ultron. Now, I don't know if you know this, but they had a little bit of fun with that in this episode because later on there's a a bit of a dialogue exchange where one of the kids, I think Tommy, says kick ass and Wanda is like, hmm, kick ass? (laughs) The joke there being that Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Pietro Maximoff, went on to play Kick-Ass. And also Evan Peters was a, it was in Kick-Ass, incidentally. Yes, they were both. I've never actually seen it, but... Oh, it's fun. Ryan, you would really like it. It's really fun. Because <laughs> I think you like things that, like, deconstruct the superhero genre. Yes. Oh, I yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, you I, would I, really like Kick-Ass. Would I? Do you like yeah. The Boys on Amazon Prime? Yes. Dude, oh, that's why I would love. recommend Kick-Ass because you're such a fan of the boys. Yeah. Love the boys, yeah. Check yeah. it out. Absolutely. Right. We, yeah, okay, cool. I will, awesome. I will. <laughs> yeah, and, and you'll recognize Pietro Maximoff from it, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen several memes of him comparing them and showing, showing them with their new, new characters. That's kind of cool. I, I, yeah. I honestly didn't know that until the show came out that they both played the same character in different universes, but then they were also in a movie together, which is, they saw their clearly know each other too which is cool <laughs> and i like i like that the writers had a little bit of fun with that in this episode yeah. they, they are exceedingly clever and it pays off in yeah. so many great ways absolutely all right so then we get uh this vhs pov shot of one of the kids ryan what sitcom would you say that they are parodying in this opening shot of the episode this is 100 percent malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. and it's it's really it's really good. It's like dead on. I actually, I watched out of all these Malcolm in the middle is one of the shows I've actually watched the most out of all these parodies. So it's not really a parody, but actual stylizations, you know, they actually do it right, which is kind of cool. They don't really parody it. They actually do it, but they do all yeah. the way up to the, the two kids uh, bouncing off each other. Like which one's <laughs> doing the Ferris Bueller thing and dressing the camera right after yep. the opening credits, which is very, very unique to that um to like new night yeah. like 90 sitcoms it's really cool i love it yeah and the the opening intro not as big of a banger as last week but i gotta agree i gotta <laughs> agree but it's still cool it's a great parody of the actual opening to malcolm in the middle but man i don't know if anything's gonna beat that last week I'm not that one, that one was perfect. This one, oh. it, it set the tone perfectly for what it was doing, and that like the punk rock tone, and like it, oh, yeah. it put me right in the mindset of oh man, they're doing Malcolm in the Middle. This is gonna be fun. 
as soon as that video clip came on, I was like, oh, Malcolm. And, the, and but they kind of like the decades are a little like it's almost like they went to the late 80s, early 90s last time. And then like they like kind of progressed into the early 2000s. Do you think that uh, I just want to say before you go on, do you think in the opening that it means any significance that it, it, Agnes hasn't been in the opening to anything, has she? So no, far? and, and the lyrics. And um, I feel especially. like maybe it's because she's trying to get closer to the kids or, you know, mm. she, it's just it's representing the fact that she's getting more involved. That's that's kind of what I thought with that. Yeah. 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 I think like on a meta level and in show level and in the meta show in show <laughs> fantasy world level, all of those things. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. that many layers of it's true. That's what. Catherine Hahn's yep. character is trying to do. And it's brilliantly, yeah, it's brilliantly subtle, uh, especially because it. she's noticeably absent from this episode until Vision finds her. Yep. And then it's it clicks as to why she has not been in the episode so far. Right, exactly. It's cool. Yeah. So cool. She's just sitting at the stoplight, but we'll get to that point too. <laughs> um, the lyrics, I thought the lyrics of the opening uh, credits were, I just picked out some of them. Don't try to fight the chaos. Don't question mm. what you've done. What if it's all illusion? Sit back, enjoy the show. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty descriptive of exactly what's happening. You know, yep. things are starting to fall apart, getting chaotic. And it's hinting like- towards Wanda's subconscious being mm-hmm. in in question, the validity of her her control over her powers and whether her oh, emotions yeah. or her subconscious are sort of at the wheel. Yeah. Yep. There. Okay. I was going to ask you, okay. The question I was going to ask you is why are we, why are we taking this tour of different decades at all? Oh man, that's, that's the craziest part of it. I think it has to do, I just think it has to do with, uh, well, Hmm. That's a that's a great question. Why are we traveling through the time periods? Do you have a theory? The only thing that tracks is like episode two, she gets pregnant. Episode three, the kids are born. Episode it, four, or episode five, it, really, they're they're like they're accelerated growth. Um, and now yeah. in episode six, they're actually featured and being developed as characters. So I, I think in a way it represents like time compression, but I, yeah. I don't have like an actual uh, like right. thought out explanation for it. It's just something real bizarre about That's, yeah. the show it's, in a meta sense. It is. It's really crazy. And I can't imagine maybe just because how, like you said, she, things are progressing so quick. She had to expand it out into a large time frame to fit everything that she wants to get in into a a larger time frame because everything progresses so quickly. There's no time in a short time frame to to explain that she kid's growing. And so maybe that part of this, the story is her mind creating it in a large time span to give time for the story to unfold. Yeah, and something maybe something like the the first couple episodes were in that black and white, very very quaint, classic, old tiny, you know, everything's great, kind of everything's swell, uh, kind of tone. And then this this drone was flown in from the outside, right? And that drone was in full color. And it was more futuristic than it could be for that time period. So maybe that was sort of a catalyst that made 
her like, oh, I can't keep up this black and white world illusion. So things have to sort of like, it pulled her subconscious yeah, uh, in a way forward through time to allow more possibilities of futuristic things and yeah. tech and, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Oh, really good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, totally. man. I'm, this is, this is why, cause I didn't have that theory until we started talking about it back and forth. Yes, this is why it's good for us to like. I literally think of things too, as we're sitting here, like, and yeah. every time I watch the show, I watched like the episode five, six times, I guess. And every time I, Oh, I catch like a, another little thing. It's just, I love it. I love this kind of stuff. What do we got? So Billy and Tommy each, like I said, take turns addressing the camera. They're talking about what is the true meaning of Halloween. And mm. I really like that this is immediately characterizing both of them. They have a little bit of like a rivalry. Tommy's is, he thinks of, he, of himself as the cool twin. Uh, yeah. He says that's his Halloween costume. <laughs> and Tommy asks, or Billy asks, well, what does that make me? And they do that Malcolm in the Middle, like flashback real quick uh, to them <laughs> yeah. playing deep Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and yep. it cuts back and Tommy calls Billy a Dorcasaurus Rex, which Billy protests not a real dinosaur. Yeah. Ryan, as you know, I knew you'd probably love that comment. <laughs> I did. As you know, this podcast is robots versus dinosaurs. Right, and we yeah. haven't had an opportunity to talk, to talk about dinosaurs so far uh, because WandaVision is very robot centric. So it is. I've, already, I've asked you the question that I ask every one of my guests um, what is a robot? We talked about that in the first episode. I haven't had an opportunity to ask you, Ryan, in your words, in your definition, what is a dinosaur? A dinosaur is a part reptilian, part bird, ancient creature that lived on this earth 64.5 million years ago, something like that. Well, the last ones died and uh, they dominated the earth for, I believe, like the longest period of time that any living creatures have dominated the earth. So they are probably one of the coolest creatures that have ever lived on this planet, maybe other planets. Well said. That's a really awesome, succinct definition of dinosaurs. Do you think the <laughs> Dor- Dorcasaurus Rex is a real dinosaur? Absolutely. And it's that Diplodocus thing with the head that goes back. That looks <laughs> like that looks like a dinosaur. That would be a Dorcasaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like it shows up to the office and like everybody's like pulled a prank yeah. and they're just waiting for it to get there. Oh, it's that God. dinosaur. Here comes Diplodocus again. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God, I hate this guy. He breathes out the back of his head. What a loser. (laughs) All right. Well, my, yeah, my conclusion is that uh, Billy is um, 10 years old. He doesn't know what he's really talking about. He's not a paleontologist, and a Dorcasaurus Rex may or may not be a real dinosaur. We're going to leave it at that. Well, this is the multiverse, so it could exist in another universe. (laughs) Indeed. All right, the kids see uh, Uncle Uncle Pietro uh, sleeping on the couch, and they say, they say he, wow, he even snores cool. And um, he, gets, he wakes up, and then Wanda walks down the stairs, and this is, like, this has got to be my favorite reveal of the show so far. She comes down in the, the comic book, a cheap Halloween, like, dollar store version <laughs> of the costume that her character wears in the comic books mm-hmm. as the Scarlet Witch. Shortly thereafter, Vision does. This was a little bit ruined by the the, te- the trailer for the show. Yeah, uh, they, they, they tease yeah, this image. This. But it's still, man, it's still so much fun. And it's 
pitch oh, per- they got the costume design perfect because it looks they just really cheap did. enough but just like <laughs> i don't know just, like it looks right in a way <laughs> it does it really does it's fucking great they nailed yeah. it i mean that's the corniness is cool and i like the halloween aspect to let them use these costumes but like i've said in the past you just can't keep those costumes consistent because it's a little too corny in 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 a movie in the comics it's awesome yeah but when you bring it into real life obviously you need to have the aspect of the halloween or something because it's just going to be a little cheesy but to see those awesome old costumes it was really cool and it's one of the images that we see in the closing credits every week where I sort of clocked this last week where that uh, every closing credits has these, these images back to back of like a gazebo and a house and stairs. And then one of them is these masks that they're, that they're wearing as part of their costumes. Yeah. And so it's like brought those to life. So I guess it's still not an answer, but it's sort of, I I believe all those things in the end credits are manifestations that she created. You see them appear Mm -hmm. and then they kind of, disappear because as are the chaos in her, it ruins things. But then at the end, they all come together in the rings that attach, which I'm hoping in the end, that means that through all this bullshit, they're still going to be a thing. I hope, I don't know. I hope so. Because like, like, you know, how Tony Stark, when they, when they confronted him in Endgame uh, after the, the blip and like, it was five years later his whole entire thing was like, yeah, that's great. We have a chance to go back and fix it. But like, I have a kid now. I have a life now. I kind of, I kind of feel that way for Wanda and Vision. Like they have these kids now, regardless of the magic and the weirdness and the the surrealness of all of it. It, those are, that's their family. Like I I couldn't imagine that being taken away from them at this point. I'm almost ready to like justify anything they do to, to to keep those kids. It's weird. Yeah, absolutely. I think the kids are, they're going to figure out a way to keep those kids. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. They're going to go on in the MCU and be part of the young Avengers and everything. That's definitely, they're definitely going to figure out a way to keep them. I want vision to be alive, but I just don't feel that that's going to be. I just feel like he's going to, I just feel like he's going to die. Even though I feel I have a theory that he does actually have the mind stone. I I believe Wanda got it from another dimension. And I think it's going to, and I think the multiverse is still what this is about. Yeah. That's what I want to get that out there. I still think that that's what this is about. I think that the multiverse, she, she went to the multiverse, got a mind somehow with help. Possibly she made a deal with a larger villain the collector got, maybe right got the mind stone from another dimension which opened Loki, ripped, maybe. A, ripped a portal of some kind and this dome is protecting that leak in the universe and these ah. people who are created can only exist in this area that's why when vision goes i i well i believe it's sucking them back in because she put that red thing around the I don't want to, I'm like going crazy. I'm like going way off here, but. No, I, li- sure. I like this theory though. This, it's very, it's very comprehensive. I think we should maybe let's, let's like circle back to it at the end of the episode. Cause I like okay, everything yeah. that you're saying about it. Yeah. Let's, you know what, let's put a pin in it and come back to it. When we talk about that moment of yes. vision trying that's, to escape. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I don't want to go off and just describe the whole show now. <laughs> it's so, a good yeah. theory. It's a good theory. I like <laughs> I, it. The gazebo thing. The gazebo yes. is one of the images that we see that has popped up in a few episodes. Uh, it's where they do the magic show 
mm-hmm. and it's where they do in this episode. There, there, there's a lot of shots with the ga- that gazebo in the background. In the, yeah, sort it's of part the of the like square. main part of the town. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a lot of fun with costumes in general in this episode. A lot of towards the middle, Monica, Jimmy, and Darcy end up taking FBI or not FBI sword outfits from the guys that they beat up. So they're technically in costume for the rest of the episode. I thought that yep. was kind of fun and cheeky. Uh, but it was cool. When Vision comes down, this is such a bizarre moment, and I think it's very worth Wait, noting. What part are we at here? The beginning when he comes down the stairs? Yes, okay. when he comes All down right. the stairs and Wanda says, oh, you look so great, your costume. And he says, it was literally the only thing in the closet. And he looks kind of perturbed about that. How would you describe how he, like, his, his feelings about I believe <laughs> what he's that describing? Vision, <laughs> well... <laughs> I believe that vision is, is still aware of what's going on and he's pretending. Mm. That's what I think. So he's just kind of playing along with, with Wanda and just kind of joking. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that he necessarily, you know, he's just saying that he's playing along. Yeah. He's really suspicious, which is why in, in the next couple little conversations, we see he, he, he leaves and goes and does his own thing. But yeah. let's let's go step through the process here we'll, under the we'll guise of the neighborhood watch. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Like he's and and she is like this isn't how it's supposed to be. You know, she gets cut off. It's like yep. she's not some. She's losing control here. You know, and uh, and Vision is is like thinking on his own. I think when Vision says that line about it was the only thing in the closet, he I think a that is actually true. But <laughs> that she insisted yes. on him coming down in that outfit. So it is literally the only option that was available to him. Yep. I think in addition to it being literally true, he knows, Vision knows, this is a good line in my sitcom character voice that I can say. That oh, yeah. like calls out Wanda. Like it's me calling her out on this, but it's also a, just a funny joke for the audience. Teehee, exactly. and allows me to move on with what I need to go go do and get myself out of the scene. Um, oh, it, yeah, it's like he's, an, it's like at this point he he is an improv actor that wasn't given the script, <laughs> yes. and he's just trying to figure out how do I get out of this scene so I can go do something off camera. Um, and Absolutely. that's a real fun game that yeah. the character oh, is now playing. That. Oh yeah, good take. I like that. Because we kind of oh, see yeah. that with Agnes later on. Like that's kind of what I would describe Agnes as yes. doing. I feel like they're both, and maybe even Herb too. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's something, because he, yeah. he, those three, and, and Dottie too, which we haven't seen in a while though. We'll see mm-hmm. when she comes around. But there's certain people in here that are different than, and, and I can't wait to find out why. they have a lot of fun like i said with costumes they do a flashback to uh for well one of the kids (laughs) says to wanda what are you supposed to be old red riding hood (laughs) which is real good she says no i'm a sokovian fortune teller and there's this after too (laughs) flashback to when wanda and pietro are kids and they had typhus and they were trick-or-treating and this old woman gives them the fish and uh, is that a pickled herring? I believe it is a pickled herring. Because That's a good call. Says, out. All right, yeah. <laughs> and do you know? Did you notice the costumes they're wearing? 
Who? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Fury and uh, yep. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I, awesome. <laughs> I didn't notice that until the second time I watched it, and now, what a fun little nod. Is that a real memory? That's cool. That's a. I don't. I don't think it is. You know, I, I, I don't know. She says she doesn't remember it, but then later she mentions the pickled herring. Like maybe she does. That's why I, uh, that's why I brought that up. Yeah. I, yeah. I think maybe she like the pickled herring might be true. I don't think the trick or treating part of it was true. I don't think the costumes were true. Parts of it are true. The fact that they were like jokey about it or anything was, yeah, I think it was all, like maybe they had to go to their neighbor to beg for food and they, they got one pickled herring from their neighbor. Um, right. And the, the, you know? yeah, he's adding this like facade over it of Halloween. And all right. Yeah. I mean, cause okay. he says uh, you might just be suppressing a lot of the trauma. <laughs> yeah. Which is again, like a funny, it's just a funny line in that cynical Malcolm in the middle style. Like, you know, yeah. Oh, it's kind of shocking that he would say that, but also it might be true. <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely i agree what about when when she closes the door after vision leaves and that there's an awkward scare that he does he scares oh. her like she turns around i thought that was very strange almost like I, I don't know like almost it was kind of evil for a second i i don't really have much else to say about it but i just wanted to point it point out that it just points more towards something's up something's up with with pietro he's not nor he's not the MCU one and he's not the X-Men one. I feel like there's it's some there's someone else controlling it. We have to find out more because we just can't tell yet. Yeah, he does that fun um, like jump scare thing. And it's yeah. definitely it's again played multi-layered where it's where it's just a fun, stupid thing a brother would do to prank a sister, but mm-hmm. also it's ominous and menacing yes, and aggressive. Exactly. It was it, I just thought that was uh kind of strange uh, there there's yeah. quite a few of these because of those moments there's one at one point the kids go run off to go trick-or-treating and he yells after them unleash hell demon spawn i noted that too exactly like what is that it's just there's some such weird things about him i cannot pinpoint it. it's hard for me to that's why i thought this episode just it's hard for me to figure out what's going on or this episode just totally threw me through a loop i love it though I mean, it's yeah. great, but, and I, this I, is, I don't know, maybe some of it's misdirection, but it's cool. I love it. I, misdirection is a great <laughs> word for it because I, I think yeah. it's one of the extra layers of the brilliance of the writers of the show. They yeah. know the kind of theory crafting their audience is doing. Exactly. So they know, putting they know lines like this <laughs> in. Ex- yep, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. their method of staying one, one step ahead is by feeding the fish a little bit. They'll throw a little bit of chum in the waters, like a line like this. And it's like, see, see, it's Mephisto because <laughs> exactly. demons spawn hell and like connect the dots and just <laughs> like Pepe Sylvia, man. Mephisto. <laughs> yeah so i i do think it's misdirect and even if it's not it's a it's a really fun teaser for like this character being more villainous keeps us guessing you know is it a misdirect is it not i don't know (laughs) it's it's crazy certainly thinks that uh he is testing her she says you're testing me she says she asks why he looks different and asks like what happened to his accent and Mm -hmm. 
he asks what happened to her yeah. accent. Yeah. And then he says, when, when she asks, why do you look different? You tell me, if I had found Shangri-La, I wouldn't want to be reminded of the past either. Yeah, like, uh, if I found this perfect place, I wouldn't want th- the face that reminds me of, of horror and terror. Uh, I want the essence of my brother, but I don't want the direct uh, memory to hit me like that. That's kind mm-hmm. of what I get from it. It explains the emotional why, but it still doesn't explain the logistics of it. And like, exactly. how, how did this reality still come like, to be? What? Because he's from a different, he's a different actor from a different movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just, this is the, the part that just started to blow my mind. It's hard to place, it's hard to place him. It's really hard. It's yep. like any theory is just kind of like, could be right. Cause it's, it's a tricky, it's a tricky there, one. And they're just asking all these questions on purpose without giving the answers out, which is, it's great. It's just, it's what you want to, it's, it's perfect yeah. writing, but it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling way. you, really, it's just like, it's just like Lost was. It's the exact same type of thing where it gives you these little questions, then kind of answers it. But then you have another question from the answer. It's just <laughs> constant. What? 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 How do they think of this stuff? Every, every episode. It's like my man. And you're a yeah, writer. How the hell do you do this stuff? Well, that's the thing. It's all like branching out into <laughs> fractals. So, so in answer to that question, there's like the 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 gardener theory and the architect theory, right? Like a gardener, you plant seeds and you just sort of see where they grow, right? Where an architect like builds the whole infrastructure and has a meticulous plan and builds like piece by piece, brick by brick. The 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 Marvel writers, I think, are a blend of those two. I have a lot more faith in them than than I did or that I do for the writers of Lost. I think the writers of Lost sort of just at they some stalled. point. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they didn't know where it was going. I think the MCU writers, they've sort of like they've always been good at mining the past and at the same time setting things up very very meticulously and deliberately that pay off spectacularly later on. Well, um, yeah, this show has a direct ending and direction it's going and Lost was mm-hmm. like, oh, is this going to get renewed or not? So should yep. we try to end it or should we drag it out? So, it's, but yeah, I love how this show, just the direction is so clear, but yet they're throwing us through these loops. I love it. Speaking of loops, we see a <laughs> random neighbor stuck in a loop trying to hang a ghost. And there's like this creepy single tear coming down from her eye. Um, there's this weird moment with Herb where <laughs> it's a really funny sitcom thing where the kids are running around doing mischief with Uncle Pietro and he's on the walkie-talkie with the rest of the neighborhood watch and he says, uh, what? They took all the candy. What? All the jack-o'-lanterns are smashed. Uh, what? They're covering everyone with silly string. This is the moment where he sort of goes off script a little and he kind of leans into Wanda and he's like, do you want something changed? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what do you think that is, Ryan? What do you think That's the thing there? is, we got the herbs, we got we got the Agnes's, we got the visions. I think that these are characters who are who are the somewhat related or associated with the bad guy, and these people are they're either they're mining data, trying to get information, or trying to provoke. Wanda in a way to use her powers, but I, I don't know who each of them individually possibly are, but that's, that's the general idea of what I think, think it is. Mm. Each, each of these people are not the regular townsfolk. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. There's a there's a larger thing either controlling them or, or something. What do you think? Open my mind, baby. I think kind of the same thing. I think, yeah, I think Herb, in, I think Herb specifically is somebody that is being trusted, let's say, by the, by the, like the bigger cosmic force to okay. deliver okay. more information directly or to like maybe certain characters have been picked as being uh, associates almost or, yeah. or they're not aware, they're not aware of it or they are. Well, it's sort of like you brought up the whole like Truman Show comparison a while back. And mm-hmm. so like picture Herb as somebody that he's always on standby until one of the Maximoffs interacts with him. Every time he seems to be brought into a scene, I feel like Herb is trying to get out of the scene. He he seems a little bit uncomfortable and like he's mm-hmm. just got, he's doing that improv thing where he's like, all right, well, what's a line I can say? That, that lets me exit yeah. on that line every time yep yeah i agree but i can't to pinpoint what's going on it's i it's hard for me to come up with a, a solid theory it's 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 just it's crazy we're, yeah but we're yeah, not gonna know I, until I, they let us know, you know? I, yeah i think we're all i think we're we're on us i think we're on a on a good path something mm-hmm. to do with what we're both talking about or a common it's similar it's yeah. something it's gotta be something like that. Uh, I, who yeah. knows? We're, but we're throwing enough spaghetti woo. at the wall, some of it's gotta stick. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the next thing that happens is the craziest commercial that we've seen so far oh, for man. Yo Magic strawberry flavored shark yogurt, the snack for survivors. I spent a lot of time trying to think about what this could possibly mean. So I want to hear your theories. Yeah. One thing I think is no matter how much m- magic you use, there's no way that you can reverse death because this kid's dying and he's trying to, he's trying to get to them, to them, the, Oh, what are they? Oh, magic, whatever it's called, but yo magic, strong magic. And he's trying to get, get to the magic, but it's not working. Mm. So he dies. Now I think a lot of also these commercials are represent representing her past. So this could be the children in Sokovia. Mm-hmm who who are performed all these trials on and if you found your magic you'd live but if you didn't you died so i'm trying to get i'm trying to find the magic in me i'm trying to find it and it's not happening but wanda does find it so she lived the shark may somehow represent the big bad guy i couldn't quite pinpoint the the connection oh magic snack for survivors he also mentions that right Mm -hmm. so that's what also gets if you find that magic you're a survivor so that's yeah. you know that, that's where i go and then um i i gotta say i didn't come up with this myself but i i've read that these commercials represent the the infinity stones or mm-hmm. could each one signifies a different stone and this one could be the soul stone with the skull yeah. and then you know the past ones the bath soaps were in a square like the tesseract tesseract the the spill on the counter was like the ether Mm. And so each one kind of represents an infinity stone. And you said the watch, uh, right? The time stone. And the watch was the time stone. The toaster was the mind stone because it looked like a face with the stone in the head. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I thought of all that myself, but I, I didn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I came up with for that one. What do you got? Ryan, well, I'm going to read you a little bit of dialogue and it's not from this episode. I want you to tell me who said this, this dialogue. 
Okay. All right. They called me a madman and what I predicted came to pass. Congratulations. You're a prophet. I'm a survivor. Is that, uh, is that the Ultron? Thanos. Oh, that was my first guess. I switched. <laughs> Dr. Strange talking to Thanos. So I'll read it again. Um, yeah. They called me a madman and what I predicted came to pass. Strange says, congratulations. You're a prophet. Thanos. Yeah. I'm a survivor. So this is oh. yo, yo magic is the snack for survivors. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, I don't know. This is a couple of references to Thanos so far. The snap, uh, survivor, yep. and I'm sure that I've missed some. But yeah, the Infinity Stones. I do think I do think you're right, or whoever came up with that theory, because I read bits of it too. Yeah. Uh, is right that the commercials each represent one of the Infinity Stones. And this is, if I have to guess, like from this horrifying image of this claymation shark offering yogurt to a starving kid and the kid <laughs> fucking dies anyway, slowly <laughs> and gradually while trying to open it. And your, your take is brilliant that it's like, it's trying, he's trying to get to the magic that will save him. It, it reminds me so much of the bargaining for the soul stone. The yeah. Thanos tries to bargain mm-hmm. Wanda, or not Wanda, Natasha and Clint try to bargain with the Red Skull about it. And it just, in the end, the conclusion is the same. Like, you can't save Only the life. Way. You have to trade the life for, yeah. for it. Totally. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, this commercial disturbed me on many levels. Yeah, not the least of the, which. It was the freakiest and most su- abstract, subtle, I don't know, mm-hmm. the best word. Like, you really got to think about this one. I mean, like yeah. last last week, the Lagos, that was, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is just, this one's a little deeper. But definitely the image of the villain, the bad guy, the big toothy grin giving you the <laughs> yes. gift yep. that should save you, but you can't access it for some reason. That I think is a really good analysis of like what this imagery shows us in an abstract sense. I think yeah. that's going to pay off in the main storyline some way in the next three episodes so we'll I, see absolutely taking by that uh, logic too if each of these commercials represent a an infinity stone i believe there's only going to be one more sitcom based episode that tracks because the time period like this is about as far yeah. as they can really yeah. go with and, the, I, and i feel like yeah the last yeah. two are gonna i think we're gonna get one more because we got to see the modern family clips that we have missed yeah and then hopefully there's some office stuff in there too I would love it because that's one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, and then we're going to, hopefully the last two will be nice MCU conclusion. Well, there's a difference. (laughs) There is a difference between like this 90s style Malcolm in the middle talking to the camera breaking the fourth wall versus talking to a quote unquote camera crew doing a documentary style thing. So they could do, they could pull a whole office style, modern family style episode but yeah i think for the most part it's gonna focus on like the darcy um Mm -hmm. well darcy's in the circus now we'll get to that but the whole like jimmy woo um (laughs) and and monica rambo like part of things can't wait to see what happens to darcy (laughs) Mm -hmm. i want to see circus darcy real bad um when we come back from this bizarre commercial the core we see the coronet theater which is playing the parent trap which came out in 1998 and The Incredibles, which came out in 2004. I noticed so, that too. 
So there's yeah, what do you make of that? a time gap between those movies, uh-huh. which is strange. Now, could that just be Wanda's memory not working perfectly? Maybe, but no way the MCU would do that. Right. And the uh, movie, one of the movies that's actually playing weird. later on is the black and white Night of the Living Dead. Say that again. I, mi- I missed it. What was that? In, in a later scene, I think when, when there's chaos and Wanda like uses her powers on Quicksilver and they're like fight, they almost get into a fight. Yeah. I, I think I might be wrong, but in the background, it looks like Night of the Living Dead is actually playing on a projector screen in the, in like behind oh, yeah. the gazebo in the town square. Yeah, I noticed that playing in the background. I didn't really notice it. I didn't like pay attention to what it was, but yes. Yeah, I, I could be wrong because it was just, I couldn't come up with an explanation for why Night of the Living Dead, it doesn't fit the era. It doesn't fit. It's, it's yeah, it's just a whole other thing to I unpack s- that I can't even come up with an explanation for. I still kind of have this feeling that a lot of the people in, uh, I think these people could be dead. I, mm. I still kind of think that. So that could okay. relate to that. And I still have a feeling that this could have something to do with dead people. That's creepy as hell, but I I also didn't think she'd be literally puppeteering Vision's dead body. Yeah, (laughs) and there's... I don't know whether that's even true now. I I actually think Vision's really actually alive. Yeah? I do. Like I said, I think that Mind Stone is from another universe in his head and he can't leave this area because it only will exist in that universe. So as soon as you go out, that Mind Stone is not going to work in our universe. So that encapsulated, broken part of the universe that's spilling in is, is she's doming it out and separating it so that everyone can live there. And we see when Monica passes through the gate, through the, the field, Darcy sees her medical scan and mentions that her uh, cells, the energy was rewriting her cells on a molecular level. Yes, and that could be something like maybe Vision is getting repaired by it in some way. His cells mm. are being rewritten. Yes. Uh, his code is being rewritten. Absolutely. What do you make of the whole thing? Looking back at previous episodes, there was in episode two, the whole like for the children creepy chant that happened a few times. Yep. Uh, then all the weirdness with the babies in the next episode then the weirdness with the kids in the next episode, during which Vision calls out the fact that there are no other kids in Westview. The following episode, this episode, uh, the Quicksilver calls that out and, and has this yeah. whole thing about how he commends her on the, quote unquote, how, how much she's hurdled the ethical considerations, <laughs> handled the ethical considerations of everything, all things considered. She only brings out for kids out for the occasional holiday episode cameo. <laughs> And she asks, how'd you even, he asks, how'd you even do all of this? And Wanda says, I don't know. Mm. So what do you make of all of this kid stuff? Like they're not being kids up until now. And now there's tons of kids. Like what, what's your take? The main bad guy wants the kids. Yeah. Somehow or another. I believe that she, just like he said, were these kids just like sleeping in a bedroom or did she manifest these out of nowhere? I don't think that she did that. These, I, I bet they were just in their homes, just like the people on the edge of the, the town. They were just not moving. So they were just kind of in there because she didn't want to see children. But now that she had kids, Vision mentioned that, you know, there were no children. She's kind of happier now she has kids. Vision mentioned there were no kids. So now she's got to show 
oh, there's kids here. What are you talking about? You know, so now there's kids just running around all over the place. Almost like she overcompensated a little bit. Uh, so it was like a reaction to, um, there yeah. aren't any kids. Yeah. There are, there's tons of kids and now there's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? They're fucking running all over the place. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. So let's, but, let's move a little bit ahead to, Oh God, God. N- n- no, I, no, I'm just, I have deeper thoughts about what if these kids are new, like mutants or something from the X-Men, but I have no basis to back that. So I can't really, I can't really, you know, I don't want to go into depth because I don't have real facts. It's just okay. kind of what I'm thinking in my head. What, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are that possibly Wanda impregnated people, the women, and they gave birth in a short amount of time, just like she did. And they're all possibly, they have the X gene or of some form become mutants down the road. Huh. Interesting. I thought that was a little bit far-fetched, but, uh, you know, gotta, you got to throw everything out there. Hmm. Yeah, it's... it's Yeah, crazy, right? But it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> like there's so many... Spaghetti at the wall. Throwing baschetti at the wall, baby. Nice. <laughs> that is a crazy theory, but it's not the craziest one we've considered, so... That's true. Um, Wanda <laughs> has told Tommy and Billy when they run off on their own, don't go past Ellis Avenue. And when yes. Vision flies up to take a look at the town, he sort of gets to the edge of the town where at the edge, there are more and more people stuck in a loop or completely frozen. And mm-hmm. he flies up in the air to, to take a better look and like see where the perimeter of town is. And this is when he sees Agnes's car and they have their whole bizarre interaction where she yells, all is lost, and a couple of other weird things, but she at one point just starts looping, all is lost, all is lost, ha, 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 ha. And the cackle and the, oh, man, uh, another another, another confusing one, but. Yeah, and what's she wearing during um, this, Ryan? Talk about her costume. Oh, God, she's wearing the witch costume, and I really think she's Agatha Harkness. I mean, we all do. And, of course, this in every way, is either misdirecting us towards that or alluding towards the fact she's wearing a witch costume, cackling like a witch. Is she really, is she really under the control or is she faking it for vision or mm. has she, did she somehow come into this and lost control of the situation? And now she's caught up in the, in it. I, you know, I, I can't, I don't know which one it is. I'd, I'd like to think that, I don't know. I don't know what I'd like to think. I, I think both of them could be good as long as it's written right. <laughs> yeah, and I think it will be. She, the creepiest <laughs> thing I, I, I think what she says you? is she, when she says no one leaves, Wanda won't even let us think about it. Oh, and man. that's when she starts saying all is lost, all is lost. She At one point, she tells Vision, you know, she asks, am I dead? And Vision freaks out and he's like, why would you think that? Why would you ask that? And she says, because you're dead. And that, of course, freaks Vision out. That makes because that would freak me out to hear that. And I think he sort of loses focus on, you know, like this person might have answers for me. And I think he, at this point, he's just like, all right, I can't deal with this. I got to deal with, oh, I'm dead. Okay. And sort of puts her back under. So, yeah, I, man, it's, I, I don't believe her when she says, yeah, Wanda won't let, won't even let us think about leaving. I, or, well, I I believe that she believes that. Well, do you, okay. So that's the question. 
Do you think it's a lie or do you think she what? believes it? What about the dude that the who's the guy, the doctor in like the first or second episode was planning to go on vacation. So clearly he could think about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that though. And like that, that vacation was never happening. Right? Yeah, no, it wasn't, but he thought about it. That's what I'm saying. Fair. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Let us think about it, but he thought about it. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. just may be a slight overlook, but I mean, Maybe it means something, but true. I mean, but it's a fact that <laughs> she says, Wanda will let us think about it. But that dude thought about it, but he didn't go, of course, because he can't. So what, what I'm asking is, do you think she knows that's untrue and is lying about Wanda's level of power? Or do you think she still thinks, for whatever reason, that Wanda is responsible? So she's scared of Wanda and I, uh, is saying, it's Wanda, it's Wanda. She won't let us leave. She won't let us think about leaving. Yeah. I honestly think it's deception and she's, she, mm. she's not under control. She's, she's okay. deceiving vision to purposely escalate this situation Dope. because I feel like either they somehow she or the big baddie somehow feeling off, feeding off her powers or somehow needing her powers, you know, in that something yeah. like that. It, I think that it's purpose. They're purposely causing the friction. And when I say there, I mean, Agnes and whoever, maybe she with because i think i don't think she's the main villain mm-hmm. could be but i don't think so i think there's mm-hmm. someone else and uh she's kind of the the old sidekick kind of maybe yeah yeah and, and it's definitely true that i think they're escalating things i like the for one thing when vision like tries to fly through the barrier Mm-hmm. Uh, things escalate dramatically for oh, yeah. several reasons. But also Quicksilver, Quicksilver has this line to Wanda where he says, uh, your dead husband can't die twice, which is yeah. a provocative thing to say. Yeah. Not Whether you're somebody's terrible, brother or not. Right. Like, why would you say that? Why would you word it that way? At the very right. least, it, it, why exactly. would you word it that way if you're going to say it? It's just something's up. That's yeah. It's not normal. It's 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 definitely they're 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 fucking they're poking the fire they're trying to trying to get things to happen for some reason but you don't think it's um it's that this isn't her real brother you think it's that he's what he's saying isn't coming out of his mouth it's coming out of his mouth but it's not coming from him no i i don't think it's her real brother no i don't think it's her, her brother i don't think it's it's quicksilver from the mcu Okay, but I, you do I think it's I think he's, real Peter Maximoff, or or they know they just all the memories that I've heard them say so that he's actually agreed to or mentioned himself were things that the general public would know. So he's mm. never really said anything specific. And she asked him the question, "Oh, you remember that girl with the skin thing or whatever?" And he just totally he just avoids the question. He dodges the question and he doesn't Good answer point. it. But he only answers that. Oh, I died in the street. Now, well, but everyone knows that. It's he's only mentioned things that that everyone would know. So I feel hmm. like I don't feel like it's true. I don't feel like these are true memories. I still, I still, I still don't think that's the MCU Quicksilver, and I do think it's the another version of him. Okay, I'm still sticking with that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So Vision tries Vision tries to escape. He makes it through the field, and then his body starts c- 
coming apart and sort of get getting magnetically pulled back in piece by piece, bit by bit. Mm-hmm. It is not the same visually, the same kind of thing as like when somebody gets dusted by the Thanos snap. Because I was yeah. looking for that on, on a rewatch. And mm-hmm. it's definitely not that same sort of cinematic visual language. It's yeah. it's him being picked apart piece by piece in yeah. a way that I believe like him being a robot, him being a machine could be reassembled once all the pieces mm-hmm. are pulled back in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the field or whoever's controlling the field was doing, but maybe not because Wanda or whoever's controlling Wanda freaks out to the point. So she gets a lot of things happen here. Uh, her son, uh, Billy. Billy is the one that, um, in the comics, we can refer to this character as Wiccan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sort of has sort of like mind powers, telekinetic powers, emotion, empath powers. And his uh, actually his costume in this episode, his like Halloween <laughs> costume, is kind of a nod to what he looks oh, yeah. like in the comic books. And Tommy play, Tommy is an X-Men called Speed. He's just very fast. So yeah. they sort of use their powers... And Billy feels and hears Vision dying, and he and he tells Wanda that. So, the field, in order to save Vision, because he can't be pulled whole back into the field, the field spreads to go past him, but then yep. it keeps spreading, which I think it's spreading out of control when it goes past uh, the, this helicopter that's flying, which gets turned <laughs> into a circus balloon, and yeah. a lot of the FBI vehicles. And then Dar- this really fun moment, Darcy is handcuffed to a truck and she's about to say, oh, f-, and this, and the <laughs> field takes over and it's like she gets censored, I think, by the reality for the sitcom field. And she says, fudge. That's awesome. Yeah. That was one of the coolest things. I loved it. Yep. It's such a, it's such a well-crafted multi-layered joke. It's so, so good. Director Hayward gets away. He, he drives fast enough to get away from all of this and it ends, it closes on Wanda opening her very red, intense eyes as yeah. if she's the one that just did this. Mm-hmm. So that's all the notes I have. So now I think we can just like pick apart the whole thing. <laughs> I, do think that she, I do, what do think, you think that she's, I do think that she's doing it. Okay. But I think that okay. either the Mind Stone or some bigger baddie is enhancing her powers giving her more and i think that yeah i think she's choosing to do it Mm -hmm. but they're manipulating her to to do these things so there i say the baddie but i don't think they're in full control of what she's doing i don't think so either and i think they have to create illusions for her right because it's almost like sometimes she's in the in the show too and snaps out of it and isn't Mm -hmm. quite sure what's going on it's she's becoming more aware just like everybody else kind of yeah it's still not clear to me how much is her choice but it does seem i think that the thing that's still it's her powers for sure but i think the thing that still allows her to be an avenger to be a hero to be one of the good guys is that i think what's going to be revealed is that everything she is doing Mm -hmm. is self-defense or protection against yeah. whatever per reality she's perceiving yes. when when she when we see what things look like from her perspective. I agree. Like we've talked about before. It's like she's she's a good person. She's out to help people. She's not a bad guy. This is manipulation in a way. It's there's something more to it. It's not her 
just flat out being a big bad guy. Ryan, what do you think of the possibility that Ultron is involved? I think that there is a pretty good possibility of it that possibly even vision could be Ultron. I've Mm. thought about these things. It's possible. Totally, totally possible. I don't know what more to add, but I've thought about that and I do feel like it's a possibility. Ultron, when Ultron is introduced in Age of Ultron, I feel like what they're telling us in that movie is that the Mind Stone sort of is a sentient thing Mm -hmm. and it exists within this gem, but when it was exposed to... Uh, to Jarvis and it was sort of put into that, whatever that same mind space as Jarvis, it started immediately questioning. It started questioning like, where am I? What's going on? Where's my body? As if it like missed those things, if it used to have those things, but missed them. What I'm getting at is Ultron is a man physical manifestation of the mind stone itself. Yeah. He carries out its will. He is it's, it's personality is, uh, reflected in an Ultron who also has parts of Tony Stark's personality in a big way. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, do, think? I think it's possible that Ultron is somehow, like you said, a, a piece of his code because he got yeah. into the internet. So like he may, obviously he would have made copies of himself and inserted himself mm-hmm. in parts of the dark web or wherever that can't be found until he wants to be resurrected. And it's yeah. possibly got resurrected in vision in, in mm. vision's body. Now that brings me to my previous theory. What if this Mind Stone is from another multiverse, which mm. gives Vision his sentience, but because it's from a different multiverse, he's not going to have the memories that he had from this universe. And then the alternate dimension Ultron's memories could be in that Mind Stone. So maybe we're getting the alternate multiverse versions of both those characters. Like, what if it was a version of Ultron that succeeded? Right. And yeah. wasn't defeated by the Avengers. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was a piece of something you said early on about, like, this town is sort of the the gateway between the real world and the other dimensions. Yeah. And, that, and that is the fact that it's spreading. It's not Wanda spreading it. Mm-hmm. It's that it is spreading, and wa- what we saw was Wanda doing her best to contain it as much as she did. Yes, I agree. Like, they're pulling a rope-a-dope on us to try to make <laughs> us make it look visually like Wanda is doing this, when no, yes. from her perspective, she sees this happening, the spread is happening, and she's yeah. using all of her effort to contain it, and that's why we close on her her eyes opening Ooh. at the end of it. That's a really good take. I, that's cool. I like that. That's a different way to look at it. Because again, I'm 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 just loyal to Wanda. Like I'm so dedicated to yeah. the fact that she is still a good guy. You know, it, you and that's just blind faith as a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I am too. Like I I don't think she's gonna end up. I I don't want to think. I really don't think she's gonna end up evil. She mm. might temporarily be a bad guy because she's influenced or has something over overpowering her that's making her be, but I don't think she is going to be, she'll come back to being Wanda, whether she leaves for a minute to be a baddie or not. But speaking of someone else who's, who's uh, on Wanda's side, it seems like Monica is very protective over Wanda. Did you notice Mm. that? Uh Uh-huh. 
do you think there's a reason for that? Because she feels her emotions. Is that why she's so, it seems like she's always protecting her. She's always standing up for that. This, I got to get in there and help Wanda. I got to help Wanda. Is she somehow Mm. in her mind or is there something deeper that why is Monica so, she's just so for saving Wanda. So you you think it's that they're like empathically linked because of her experience going through the field a couple of times? Absolutely could be something like that. Could be. Um, What I think it is uh, from a dramatic standpoint is uh, we see, we know that Monica has lost her mom who she, she was really close with. Okay. Uh, to something that she was completely out of her control, but she tried right. to control it any way she could. That's very fresh on her mind. That just it, it, even though it happened two years ago, it just happened to her because she just yeah. came back. So yep. it just happened. Wanda just lost Vision twice, and I think Monica just sort of sees that she sympathizes with that grief. She felt she literally felt. Um, when she was being interrogated by by Hayward, she said she felt that deep grief and that loss and yeah. that 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 feeling of just being trapped in that. So I think she identifies with Wanda in a big way. I, I think, yeah, I think I think you're right that they like share this empathic connection now. That, that yeah, she just sees so much of herself and her story in Wanda and her story. I think that's probably yeah. She feels the connection because of that loss they both have man all right well uh we talked about what we think uh next week or or let's say one of the next three episodes will parody at least one other decade of sitcoms so our top guesses for that are definitely modern family the office do you have any other any other strong picks that's really the two i'm 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 banking on that's that's it the office. Park, <laughs> the office parks and rec is a similar style <laughs> oh, so oh. parks and rec parks and rec too but i just feel like modern family and the office are going to overshadow parks and rec in, yeah. in the parody department i absolutely love parks and rec but i've seen it through about six times but i doubt it <laughs> yeah if you're, you're going to do that kind of show they're going to do the office so yeah i, I think just the, my take. i would love to see parks and rec but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to, I hope I'm even haven't even seen any clips from the office, but I also think that they're hiding that because it's what everybody really wants. Mm. So they might not have shown the clips. I would, I am hoping I'm really, really hoping that the opening is a parody of the office opening, but I just don't know. There's no lyrics though. That's the thing, but I really want it to be. <laughs> that's a good point. There's no, yeah, there's no lyrics to that theme song. I don't even know if Modern Family has a theme song or. I've never watched Modern Family, to be honest. I've oh, okay. Seen, <laughs> I've seen The Office and Parks and Rec. I mean, I've seen enough clips and Ben likes it, my roommate. So I've watched like one or two, but nothing enough to like, you know, be totally familiar with it. But I know the style. You, um, you watch it? Oh, I love Parks and Rec. Yeah. Oh, Parks and Rec? Oh, um, yeah. Parks and Rec. Oh, are you asking well, if I've seen Modern Family? Modern Family, yeah. I saw a lot of the the, the early seasons uh, right. because I remember they were like free on Hulu. If you watch, like you could always keep like watch the five most recent episodes. So yeah. I kept up with Modern Family for a little while, but it kind of lost me after a while. And yeah, I think it's still on, but I could be wrong I about think that. It, Man, might be or it just ended. So, Modern Family. 
Yeah. Modern Family ran from 2009 to 2020. So it just ended. But yeah, The Office and Parks and Rec, I've seen both those shows through over over six times. Yeah. Yeah, there's Love. no... Th- there's no music to any of those uh, theme songs, but there is. Bye, yeah. bye, little Sebastian. Yes. <laughs> Missed you in the sweetest of fashion. How did the song fucking great? <laughs> Your 10,000 candles in the wind. Yes, that song's a classic. In yeah. fact, I wish that the uh, I wish there was an album on iTunes for that, but Mouse yeah. Rat, I have a Mouse, oh, mouse Rat, rat. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I think well okay we didn't you know we didn't we didn't mention Jimmy getting fired by Hayward he also tried to fire Darcy but she doesn't actually work for him (laughs) do you work for me you know I actually don't know (laughs) (laughs) and he does he fires Monica it's definitely like I I still think it I'm holding strong to my theory that this guy is not evil he's just a dick and he's he just He thinks he's doing his job, but he's yeah. being too literal gonna, about it. Yeah, he's going to be the lowest end antagonist in this show. And like, he's that's just a good the, way to put it. He's just the human antagonist. Then there's going to be this is how I feel: the human antagonist, the sidekick who's kind of helping manipulate, and then the real guy who's in charge. But I, what I'm, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, as long as what you're saying is director Hayward is not the antagonist to defeat, like what's his, like um, the no. dude in Iron Man, uh, Jeff Bridges. He just um, wants o- Ob- Obadiah <laughs> Stain. Is that his name? <laughs> Obadiah, Obadiah Stain was that his name? The guy in Iron Man. He's well, not a villain. In the first one, his like friend that was actually stabbing in the back and he had to kill him. I don't think it's that. I don't think he's an evil guy that needs to be defeated. He's just a dick that needs to be convinced that he's wrong. Someone needs to convince him. I think he's Uh, just maybe Nick Fury because Nick Fury is the shield analog. I think he's just the dick who has he has intentions. He wants vision for the technology or whatever, and he's just going to go about however he can. But he, you know, like you said, there's nothing more to it than that. He's not going to mean you to be defeated. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he's in league with whoever is controlling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. That is, that is everything I've got. Anything else you want to say about WandaVision episode 106, all new Halloween spooktacular. (laughs) I'm reaching, Ryan. I'm reaching. (laughs) That's a great reach. (laughs) All right, Mr. Fantastic. All right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they teased that again. They teased the astrophysicist friend again. They did, which I, I, uh, uh, which I, want, I want to be Reed Richards and John Krasinski, but I just don't think it's, it's too soon, I feel like. But I really want that. Almost like I hope they were just hiding it and he's going to pop up and, and, and be in it. So who do you think it is? Cause could it be Jane Foster? Could it be? Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good, I never thought about Jane. That's a good, that's a good guess. Yeah. I, I never thought about Jane. I really just always, I stuck to the, the scientisty people in, in the universe, like a, like a Reed Richards or a, or a Hank McCoy beast. That's kind of so where my mind went. Rocket Raccoon would be on that list. Technically. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so I doubt he's going to fly down to earth for this, 
Yeah, that's it's a uh, that's a weird pull yeah. for this show. Well, yeah, nothing's like, weird on this show at this point, but yeah, <laughs> true that. Um, see if I do boy. The Agnes on Ellis Ave is that her faking it or is it the big baddie in control? I don't know. Mm. No one speaks to Vision but Agnes. That is that true? That's a good point. Yeah, he goes up to all the people who are still and no one responds or talks to him except Agnes when he goes to the car and she talks to him before he does the mind stone and takes her out of her zone. Oh, so, that's a good, that's a good catch. That's why I feel like she's, she's not like the normal townsfolk because everyone was just like doing their thing and not even associating him talking to them. You know, she went up to that woman and is the, are these your kids? And she's like, you know, never even moves, but Agnes does respond. So I almost feel like she's pretending. That is very interesting. Yeah, and that poor lady, the tear from her eye. That's very sad. Dead husband can't die twice, I just realized, is untrue. He did die twice. So it's more like <laughs> he can't die a third time. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. He's already died twice. I think we've talked about most things. I think so. Okay. What about when she sees Pietro as a dead dead body? Yes, and he has the bullet holes through the chest. That's kind of got me a little confused about what that was about it seems like whenever she loses focus is when that happens they bring up something from the past and talks about it and then same thing when she saw vision like that she's distracted okay that's a good thing to track i don't know if that is i almost think that that is her imagination imagining them from the past not actually what they look like because I'm starting to think Vision does not actually look like he's dead. I think he actually has the Mind Stone and is alive. I don't know if what she when she sees the dead bodies of her brother or Vision, if that's really what they are. I think she's seeing the trauma in her past. I don't think that's really what Vision looks like. I think he actually has the Mind Stone in his head and he's alive in that world only. I like that. I like that. That's I'm really that's really what I think. That's I like all it. I have. Especially because I like any any theory that concludes with uh, the kids can stay. <laughs> yeah, no, those those kids are staying. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be unforgivably cruel for them to take the kids away from Wanda at this point. Yeah. But I also do think that they might not survive outside of the world until something further happens because she does say, "Don't go past Ellis Avenue," which is basically yeah. the border, and I think she's afraid that. They can't go outside because they're going to die like vision because they're made in this world and it won't work. Do you think we're going to see that in action? Like we're going to see what happens if they try to go past the barrier in the upcoming episodes? I do. I think we're going to see everybody and what happens to them when this goes away. Mm. I think the finale will will really show us that. Cool. I think, yeah, that, that's what I think. I think I think we're going to totally see what happens to these people when this barrier goes down. And it's going to the ending is going to coincide with Falcon and Winter Soldier starting. It's going to be great. Yeah. So hopefully there's going to be a robot or a dinosaur in that, so we can maybe yeah. cover that weekly. Um, <laughs> and Loki, and Loki too. Oh, we'll have to see. Loki's more likely to have uh, dinosaurs in it 
but Winter Soldier and Captain and and uh, and Falcon that could have that could have robots. I could see what about his robot his robot arm that doesn't count. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's basically a cyborg. We can okay, we can do it. We can do it <laughs> exactly. Um, so we'll touch on that more later. Let's uh, let's play this out. Let's come back next week and we'll revisit whatever surviving oh. theories we've got. Um, and yeah, so Ryan, you're better at doing a, cl- a closeout than I am. So why don't you take us home? Uh, well, I just want to thank you all for listening this week. That was our recap of Wanda and the special spectacular episode that we have all been waiting for. There have been clips of it for months. We're all excited. We finally saw it. I couldn't be more happy. And now we have yet to see what is to come with this brilliant series. I'm hoping in the end that means that through all this bullshit, there's still going to be a thing. The camera zooms in on me. So we get some high proof alcohol. We get gasoline. Anything that says What makes our lives worth living is our mortality. If there were not mortality, we wouldn't be packed. Luckily for me, most of the beauty pageants that I've um, participated in don't. I've done my fair share of blood, man. I've always liked showing myself off naked. Got up out of the seat, walked to me, and then slapped me. Spontaneous conversation with people from around the world on Stranger Than Christian. Available on your favorite podcast app and at StrangerThanChristian.com. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to ApocalypsePodcastNetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard.